thinking of you uh, every day in the last months and our hearts and minds and thoughts are continuously uh, with you. And the purpose of this uh, session is to ask you how uh, are you viewing things, uh, you know, sharing information, but also uh, posing the question, what can we do for you? you know, we're here um, to, to really show you our support, our solidarity, uh, our admiration for the way you are handling the most difficult situation that any human being can encounter. My name is Yulia, I'm executive director at this moment, uh, especially after information from Bucha and other towns near Kyiv, like very close to my home, uh, became public, my formula for that war became simple and clear. This is war against humanistic, democratic, and uh, liberal societies. And uh, Ukraine, I think it's, uh, it could be just the first target of the way of Russia neocolonialist and imperialistic strategy. And in recent publication, maybe you also heard it or saw it, uh, of Russian uh, state-owned informational agency Novosti, the strategy of this denazification of Ukraine has been detailed. And for me, it sounds like, uh, like literally as a plan of genocide. Uh, thus, uh, what we have seen in Bucha, it's not just an exceed of execution. Moreover, the logic of that internal publication can be applied to any society that does not agree to transfer their sovereignty to Kremlin. I'm glad that all our friends all over Europe and in other countries also do have similar understanding of this war to provide and provide incredible, incredible support to Ukraine and its people. And we are very grateful for that. We are very grateful to our Aspen family uh, for that uh, incredible support. My name is Anton. Um, I have a little story for you. Um, a little over 40 days ago, uh, I worked in the office in the center of Kiev city, managed a large team of uh, uh, influential state institutions that restore and preserve the historical memory of Ukrainians and uh, overcomes um, the effects of totalitarian Soviet system. I also have a master's degree in law and a PhD in philosophy of culture. I have lectured at the University and Kiev Academy of Media Art moderated seminar at the Aspen Institute Kyiv. But for more than 40 days ago, uh, 40 days, I have been digging tranches, uh, firing machine guns, uh, um, standing and, uh, in checkpoints and then in night guards. Uh, I'm training to destroy tanks by grenade, uh, grenade launchers. Uh, now I serve in the Kyiv Homeland uh, Defense Forces. I don't see the people I love. <sighs> this war changed my life and uh, the life of millions of Ukrainians. The reason uh, for all of this, uh, um, this is the Russian nationalism of the imperial type, uh, a new reincarnation of Nazism, which many in Eastern Europe call Russism. But one of the key conditions for racism to rise was the unwillingness of the world, especially the Western world and the United Nations in general, to defend peace and justice. Instead of an honest and complex dialogue at the highest political level on key issue of life and death, um, 
the world has for decades uh, been simply exchanged, uh, ex exchanged slogans and uh, declarations. The world has already changed because we fought back. We were supported by almost everyone. Musicians, artists, mercantilists, politicians, truck drivers and uh, astronauts, football players, dockers and hackers, athletes, nude models and bishops, dozens of countries. And we will win, prove that there are fundamental good things, there are values that are worth fighting for, and even lose a life if necessary. We have proven uh, that even uh, our rather cynical world knows how to unite for a good cause. My name is Natalia Yemchenko. Originally, I'm from Donetsk. Uh, so uh, it's occupied part of Ukraine. It's occupied since 2014. And actually, I do believe that this war, uh, which is, you know, definite war and uh, it's a consensus, uh, has started not uh, at 24th of February 2022, but uh, eight years ago, and actually at least for at least, I don't know, 300 years, probably even more. I represent the biggest uh, national investor in Ukraine. And uh, I would like to say that destroying of economy is one of the aims of uh, this war. So Russia don't want to receive a control on the territories uh, and the enterprises, which will not be in line with their ideology, and Ukraine would not be. So this is why they are focused on destroying. We do everything we could do on all uh, directions to support Ukraine. We also do everything possible to uh, operate uh, our business as usual. Again, it's not possible to do it by usual, but in the uh, in, in the highest level possible. Uh, but nevertheless, there are some uh, very particular points and cities uh, which are under huge damage and we can't operate over there. And the biggest point of strategy is Mariupol. It's totally blockaded. I mean, it's a humanitarian catastrophe. We do not have particular numbers, but I would like to say, uh, and, you know, I would like to say for sure, because I know that numbers in Bucha, from Bucha, of numbers of dyes in Bucha and from uh, these numbers from Bucha and pictures you saw over there is strategy. But to understand what is going on in Mariupol from the point of view of death, uh, from the point of view of humanitarian situation, you could, you know, just uh, multiply by 20. We are very, very strong in our understanding that Europe is our home and the Europeans are our partners. But it's also two-way road and definitely we need uh, not only words, but support from Europeans, especially in the Euro immigration process. And we are, as a big business, uh, would like to make a message to Europeans. We are the biggest Ukrainian business and we are all together with our government in European vector. We are ready to play on European rules and we are ready to support reforms which are needed, uh, need to be done in Ukraine to be uh, uh, strong and very important and valuable partner for Europe and be a part 
of European society. I'm the head of the National Agency on Corruption Prevention on Ukraine, and we are the biggest analytical uh, government body uh, in Ukraine. And uh, um, our three main projects uh, are the um, list of subjects who... Um, uh, who are connecting uh, to this war. Our another aim and uh, is the, uh, to uh, identify the assets of these people all over the world. Our other uh, project, um, uh, second project, is the integrity in humanitarian, humanitarian uh, aid for Ukraine. We know that a lot of Russian spies is uh, uh, even in um, uh, United Nations headquarters. Uh, for example, uh, uh, for more uh, than a month of uh, war, uh, we are still uh, not with uh, uh, aid from uh, United Nations and from uh, European countries. And uh, we uh, work on uh, this issue. The biggest, uh, the biggest uh, project is uh, the vision of future. But uh, here is uh, two ways. One, uh, one is the vision of future for Ukraine, and uh, we are uh, we are creating uh, the vision of, of, of future for Ukraine for next five and ten years. We believe that uh, we be uh, we will be a part of uh, European Union because we are Europeans and we are strong, as you see. Other part uh, of this of this uh, vision of future is the peace for all world creating a new type of international security system, uh, which is based on the principle, you attack someone, everybody confiscates your assets, in which all countries will be interested. I want to raise uh, one issue. This issue is uh, uh, just someone or all Russians are resp responsible for this aggression and the, for the crimes uh, against uh, humanity. Uh, by our mind, all Russians is, is responsible Be because all of them know that Putin uh, uh, is a dictator and all of them know that uh, he wanted to start a war in Europe, the biggest war after the uh, World War II. And all of them know from uh, uh, 2013 that uh, his ambition is to uh, ban the NATO to the borders of uh, uh, 1991. My name is Dasha Zarivna. I'm advisor on communications of the head of the office of the president of Ukraine, Andriy Yermak. I was born in the city of Kherson, on the south of Ukraine, the city which is now partly occupied by the Russians. Uh, and uh, in mid-March, our neighbors from Kherson uh, called uh, me and my parents and uh, told us that our house was uh, smashed up, that Russians, uh, namely the Burats, broke in and uh, squatted there. They enjoyed our comf uh, comfort, they used our things, they uh, um, broke their furniture, they even uh, um, kindled up uh, the small fireplace with the books. Ray Bradbury's Fahrengate uh, 451, uh, was among these books. So just think about it. The Russians burned the book of a man who has been warning what will happen when the books are burned. I think there is an abyss between Ukraine and Russia. Today we are fighting for our future, while Russians 
fighting for someone else's past. For now, the communication and the key narratives of the office of the president of Ukraine has changed a bit. We had some significant switch. We continue on closing the Ukrainian sky from Russian military jets, from cruise missiles. But at the same time, we consider this issue realistically. So we leave for our partners options. Either close the sky or give us the weapons. Efficient enough, sufficient enough, so we can protect ourselves. Otherwise, lots of lives will be lost. Uh, for now, I'm calling on the large Aspen community full of incredible people. Um, help Ukraine with your intellect. Share and spread the message that Ukraine need weapons through all... Let, let, let's make this message collective in the circles of international decision makers. Let's make this message uh, as shareable as possible. Thank you so much uh, for this conversation this time, for being so proactive and uh, uh, like the Aspen family is a big, 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 big power because as uh, already Jose mentioned, what, what is a significant part of our mission is to promote and uh, help people to define this value-based leadership. And when we talk about value-based leadership at Aspen, we don't tell people what values they should follow, but we clearly understand and we clearly articulate that values, it's not about declarations. It's about actions, how we really, which decisions we make, how we act every day. We understand that peace is about fighting evil and it's not about just protesting against evil. So I'm really grateful uh, for everyone, for all your support, for standing with us in this fight for freedom and democracy. Thank you. And Thank I would you. just like to add that uh, you have already changed uh, us, that the European Union is better thanks to you, that we have reconnected with our founding values, um, with our identity, with our democratic uh, aims. And it, it's thanks to your example, to your dignity, to your courage. So what you're doing for us um, is amazing in many ways. And of course, we need to uh, you know, support you and help you and, and be with you in, in all ways. Mm -hmm.